Hello, hello, hello. This is the avhub.mp3 podcast. This is a podcast that explores all sides of AV, anything from interviews with fellow students and artists to reviewing films we have seen to commenting on the internal and external issues of the film industry. If all this sounds good to you, then sit down, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm Anna Jones, and with me today, I have two new hosts, Ellie and Julia. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> also today, we have Dino joining us. Well, hi. I just came from class. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thank um, you for taking us on. Yeah, yes. thank you for letting us be here. It's kind of like passing on <laughs> the whole <laughs> burden. <laughs> Not a burden, but like, you know. The title. Exactly. So the now next you guys. generation. Exactly. <laughs> it feels like I'm so old now that the I say that. The next generation is taking The next over. generation. Like fourth year to first year. We need to clarify one thing, though. Ellie is my sister, if anyone was wondering, because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious from the accent, but if you get our voices confused, um, that's because we are sisters. Well, also, someone <laughs> told me that we have very similar mannerisms, like very similar. Oh, well, that's a bit scary. <laughs> scary? <laughs> I don't know. Are you embarrassed by your big no, sister? Of no, course. it feels like we're just cloning each other sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's true, we do. Well... Let's carry on from the person. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> you guys are first years. Tell me a bit more about what's going on. Like, what's going on in your lives? Oh, we have school. <laughs> and uh, We have classes. Classes. It, well, no, actually, I got here. We have homework. <gasps> I did not expect that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I think also the experience that you guys have is so different than what I experienced. Well... One is because I was in animation first and then I switched to audiovisual and I didn't have the, the experience of like being in the beginning of the year in AV. But at the same time, just the fact that we were in COVID times in our first year was so different. Like you guys seem so like already like, you know, going out, going to bars, doing stuff, like going to events. Like it's really, really nice to see. No, it's actually crazy like how close our class got yeah. from the first week, literally. And it was like, we went out like every day and we didn't do anything else. But I think it was also because we still didn't know that like how serious it was. And like, we were like, the first week they told us we have this assignment. And we were like, oh yeah, okay, we have an Whatever. assignment. <laughs> but they literally did not elaborate. And then the second we were like, we were like okay, we have a deadline now. Yeah. So we have to actually do something. Wait, what? what is going on? But there was like really little to no explanation about it. Yeah, so yeah. That's exactly like the thing. But we kind of... But then that's what makes you bond. Yeah, that's yes. we all kind yeah. of helped each we're other. We're all like in panic. Like, what do we need to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're like constantly checking in on each other. We're like, did you finish it this week? <laughs> did you upload the blog? Yeah. Is yeah. everything going well? <laughs> so what's your assignment right now as first years? What's your oh. first assignment? We got first, we got the unknown. Basically, you choose a subject to your liking and you talk about that for four weeks straight. And every Friday, you have a deadline where you have to make something about that subject. Okay. For example, I had eyes. So I made a video the first week. And the week after that, um, I went more into the perspective in the eyes. Yeah. So I made like a poster. And then I made another video or song and then a book. So you can experiment a bit with other materials. Mm -hmm. You can find out. It's very free, right? Like yes. Well, in the beginning, they told us that we have to do every week like a different material, different medium. Mm -hmm. But then after the second week, they told us 
that we can actually do a video every single week, but it just has oh. to be a different concept. That's confusing. Which we didn't know in the beginning, and a lot of people did like different things every week. So someone did like a painting the first week, then they did a script, mm -hmm. then they did a video, and then photography or something like that. Some people did clothes as well. Yeah. But I kind of like when I found out that we can do videos, I just did videos all of the weeks. <laughs> I was like, makes sense. How do you feel that organization has been with this assignment? Has it introduced you well enough into like the a kid major? that cannot swim and that's pushed <laughs> into a pool? Yes, I, I think like kind of the the idea of uh, like of this project is kind of like to push you into the deep. Like you immediately know if this education is something for you. Like especially in the beginning, we struggled a lot with that. I think we still struggle with it sometimes. That mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. it's not very clear what we're supposed to do. I mean, I, I still struggle. <laughs> yeah. And we're yeah. in the fourth year. Yeah, it's I mean, true. it's kind of all over the place, but that's the beauty of it, I guess. Yeah, you, know? yeah, like, you, you learn yeah. how to because deal with it. Because in reality, when you go into the real world, it's going to be even more chaotic than this. Yeah. Like, no one's going to tell you what to do. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So it's like, well, of course, except if you do a corporate job, but like, if you want to be a an autonomous kind of artist, independent, fully independent you're literally not going to know what's happening next. So I guess it's it's nice that we get that. But I also think sometimes it's nice to have more guidance for things. That's why it's good that we have like the cinematography classes. Yeah. I think those are the only ones that like actually teach us something more about like in the technical side and like how to actually film mm. and the assignments that we have there kind of help with just like learning how mm. to manage with a camera and stuff. Yeah, because I also, because of the beginning, I have no idea how to work with a camera or like with light and all that stuff. So I'm really happy that they teach us that because yeah. without, no. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good to know that you guys are only a month in, like for the people listening, like there's going to be so much more that's going to happen and that's like coming after this. So I think you'll definitely find your way in a sense. But like, it's good to keep in mind that in the first two years, I think you have a bit more guidance. But then after that, it's literally just so free at, in, in the sense like you're not going to really have that many classes, especially technical. It's just there's not going to be anything like that. No, definitely. Because like, I mean, what I struggle with is like what they expect you to do. Like they do give you like workshops with like technical stuff, but they want you to pick it up yourself. And like, like, so if you don't do that, you don't you only learn like the conceptual part. Which is also fun, but I have the problem that I didn't really put that much time into like learning mm. and teaching myself like technical skills. And I really like the conceptual part, yeah. but I don't really know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many things you can do with the knowledge that you gain from concept. Yeah, that conceptual part and like the more ab abstract sides of it. But it's I think it's always good to, to keep in mind that there is a real world out there after you graduate and you need to think about what you're actually going to use from this study and like it's a lot of self-study a lot of the time so like like I didn't learn editing by doing stuff from school only like it's like you need to like do stuff on the side and like always work on your skills on the side but then there's so many things I learned because of school and then also because not because of school because I thought oh no everything's so vague because I was scared a little bit of that, I started doing stuff on the side and doing stuff ex like externally because I I realized like I can't just rely on school for my knowledge. Yeah. So you just kind of have it kind of pushes you to do other stuff as well. Maybe that's the point that they. Uh, I guess yeah. 
I also find a lot of inspiration in other people's work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you can also learn a lot from other people. Yeah. Because some people are better like in sound or writing, conceptual. Exactly. And you can learn a lot from everyone. So now we're going to go in a round um, and everyone's going to talk about a movie that they watched. What's the last movie you watched, Julia? Mr. Nobody. Ooh. So Mr. Nobody is a movie about a boy who grows up with a mom and a dad. But in the end, they divorce, and he has to choose who he wants to be with, with his mom or his dad, with it, which is a really difficult mm-hmm. question. So throughout the movie, you see all the things that could happen if he stays with one of the parents. But you see it from all the sides. So you get like, you don't really know what's going on, but you do mm-hmm. in a certain way. It's really weird, and it's really fake, Yeah. but you should really watch the movie. It's okay. Really, like, it yeah. sounds really interesting. It, I feel like I'm only watching movies and like hearing about movies about like different universes in which <laughs> there's different possibilities. And I, all three films that we're going to talk about have to do with that. It's kind of insane. <laughs> yeah, you should totally watch that. Did you like it? Yes. What would you rate it? I would rate it out of five. Five. Three and a half. Okay. Because in the end, I found some things kind of unrealistic. Yeah. Because, well, I'm not going to say it, that's a spoiler. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> spoiler. Elia, um, what's the last film you watched? Kind of late to the game. I watched Everything Everywhere All at Once. <gasps> now. <laughs> After everything. Um, but the thing is, I don't know if I can really talk about it. Because I feel like I need to watch it again. Because I don't know if I was completely in it when I was watching it. Like, especially the first part. Because in the second part, I watched it a bit later. Okay. But I kind of watched it three times like the whole thing, because it's very long. So I don't know if I can really talk about it much. But I did really like it. Like, I rated it four and a half stars. Why mm-hmm. did you like it? Because it was like Because everyone told you that you should like it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's, a, that's the reason I was so critical about it. Yeah. But I liked it because for the unknown, my topic was perception. And, like, the part where she did, like, she was trying to see, like, more deeply into people, like, where they were at the steps, like, before she went into the black hole. Oh, where she heals them yeah yeah exactly it was like kind of she was trying to perceive them in a different way mm. and i really liked that and i was kind of sad that i didn't watch the movie before i did my yeah. unknown project i mean it would have been perfect research Come it on. would have been very good research yeah. and even if not research it's just a bloody good movie <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i feel like there was so many different styles of like filming and editing and everything was everywhere all at once <laughs> but i i was at an event a few days ago where the Daniels were actually talking and it was fucking incredible. Like, honestly, it was insane to watch them up there on the stage. And I was also a volunteer, so we were, like, backstage with them and it was super cool to just be around the, their presence because <laughs> they're just such cool people. And, like, their whole, pr- like, talk was so incredible. It felt like I was watching the movie all over again. And I was emotional by the end of it. Like, I was literally, like, about to cry. And that's how the movie makes me feel. So I just... I feel like they, they actually explained the whole thing with the kindness because they they went through the whole um, this whole like presentation where they, they explain the four things that will make you feel fulfilled when making a movie or like making anything really, creating and storytelling. And it was something like it needs to be, um, you need like these four elements. One is um, something that makes you money. It needs to be something that you love. It needs to be something that you're able to offer. And it needs to be something that the world needs. And so there's those four things that you need to keep in mind when making something to make you feel fulfilled. But then you're never going to be able to get to that fulfillment because we live in a society that makes you 
feel like you're never fulfilled so it makes you want to work harder and harder and harder but then you're never actually fully fulfilled but the whole idea behind the that scene with the like fighting but like she's not actually fighting is like they love doing kung fu films and they love watching kung fu films like that's a very big part of both of their lives and they explain that and it's something that they love to do but is it something that the world needs like the world doesn't need another kung fu movie it just it, it's not actually necessary but then they realized okay but we can do something that we love but then the world needs more compassion it needs more kindness it needs more love and so they literally made the whole scene like her kung fu fighting in a weird way that makes everyone be happy <laughs> and like be excited and like compassionate and kind so i thought that was really nice that it's actually something a lot deeper than just oh yeah there was just kung fu fighting which i think some people didn't like that about the film and that's why they they rated it lower because they're like oh it's like so much fighting it's like just an action movie but i it's just like their their own taste put into it i think that was really nice but like, what do you? You've watched it, right? Yes. Okay. Good. It's like a whole nother experience. Yeah. It's like a, with the ending that they were in the washing machine room. Yeah. I like the whole setting, and how they, how I liked how the actors really played their uh, their role, in so many different ways because they kept on changing, and I thought it was very interesting how they did that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dana? What I thought about everything <laughs> every world once, I mean. Yeah, it's just a great movie. <laughs> it's just like it's it's so different, and it's still such like a good and and moving story. And it's it's so funny that's about existentialism and like nihilism. I don't know. I just think it's really clever how they put all of this together, and yeah. it's just it's it's a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. I think it's like literally, like we're watching legends live right now. You know, like this is like a legend it's gonna be a classic you know yeah one day it's I like incredible i wonder like what they're gonna make next and if it's yeah like is it gonna yeah. be better or, or you know is this, the, is this the stakes are, like the yeah the standard is so yeah. high at this point it's gonna be difficult to top that but like honestly they're so wacky and crazy that y it could be even crazier and better yeah but, like or like maybe it, it won't live up to like everything yeah. everywhere all at once but it's still in its own right exactly because i think when you do something so big and so good it's so difficult to top it i wouldn't be surprised if it's not better but like it's it's okay if it's not as well yeah i was thinking about something that i heard from um federico campagna the it's this guy that we had like a video like um basically it's in our minor it's like one of the resources that we have in our minor but basically he had a talk about world and like parents and like children and like the way that you know they live in separate worlds but at the same time they live in the same one it, it was like a whole super like interesting talk that he talked about but now that i heard that talk from federico Campani, like everything that i see and now connect to that because this whole film is about immigration and like specifically you know chinese american immigration and like how these people like wanting to make a new life out of themselves like you know in a new place because they feel like they couldn't make that same life back where they lived and so they try and make this better world for their children and then their children are also like not happy with their parents and it's like this whole like crazy conflict 
because they're both living in like different worlds because they're in different generations they live in like completely different headspaces and it's so interesting to show their different perspectives and like that conflict but in like such an existential way that's so intense because that's how it feels you know like that's the only way you can show how it feels to live in two separate worlds yeah i just find it super interesting to connect that talk of Federico Campagna to everything now because it works so well like parents literally have to like they they live up to some I don't know standard but then they need to also let go of being better and better and let their children do that it's like kind of the same with generations like you just always live up to some expectations but then every everyone after you uses that to get even better. What have you watched recently, <laughs> Dino? Yeah. I think it was uh, How to Blow Up a Pipeline. Oh, what did you think oh, of it? Um, I thought it was it was it was good. Like it wasn't <laughs> great. It wasn't like mind-blowing in any way, but it was a good movie. Like I thought it they put it together well. Uh, elaborate. I don't know what it's about. Yeah, so How to Blow Up a Pipeline is um a movie about like some American like young people but there is like this one especially and she grew up uh, next to an oil refinery and her mom died of cancer I think if I'm remembering it right of an illness uh, yes because of the because of living next to the the oil company that's uh, the okay. refinery then there she has a friend and she's also ill because um of the place where they live and like the the contamination like they're they're all being basically fucked over by climate change and okay, yeah. and like the government that's not doing anything about it so they come together and decide to blow up a pipeline there's this very tense moment and like oh no something goes wrong and then it cuts to black and then there's a flashback of like why is this particular character here why is this character doing this okay Which okay it works well it's okay. like it's a very fast-paced um movie mm-hmm. and it's it's and it's like only in the time span of like a day or two right or no yeah yeah a few days i think okay, but yeah. like with flashbacks to like their story and why they're doing this mm-hmm. now why um, did you watch it was it in the cinema or just yeah it wasn't c- it's like a month ago oh, okay. <laughs> i haven't been to the cinema in a while so no, what would sorry. you rate the film like out of five yes I think a three or something. Mm. It was a good movie. Like, like a solid movie. I, it's a I solid movie. Yeah. I didn't really like it. You didn't? I'm going to be honest. No, I watched fair. it. Same. And yeah. It was like very... Um, it was a good movie and I liked what they tried to prove. But it was really extreme. So it was from one side only. And it was like made, I think, that's what I felt. It was made for teenagers to show, like, choose the Angst. nature. <laughs> fight, fight. Yeah. yeah. It was only fighting. But in a lifetime, you cannot only fight. You have to take rest. Yeah. So I thought it was a bit unrealistic in that way. And I think that it was a good movie if you made it more realistic in a way. Yeah, it's, it's also kind of like, I don't know what's realistic in, <laughs> in, in such a situation. So, um, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, but like you want them to also like show another side, basically. I don't know, it was really like, oh, this is what happened, and then this, and everything, my whole life has been to be here. But I think that's also why I think it's just a solid movie, like, because it's, it's like, you feel, when you watch the movie, you also feel angry, like, like they do, yeah. but that's it. 
you know, and then they blow up the pipeline and like it's still very tense and mm-hmm. scary and there is no release kind of. Yeah, and it's only the only feeling is anger, what you said. Yeah. And it's like also with the characters, like if you made more it could go more in depth. What I imagine in my head from what you're explaining is like like a lot a bunch of teenagers that are like very stressed I mean, out and don't know what to do. And I think like it was a, like twenty something. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, but like a bit older. it's very chaotic and like not very realistic kind of reactions. But like very a lot of like swearing and like what the fuck yeah. did you do? You fucking idiot! You fucking <laughs> like that kind of. Uh, that's what I'm imagining. Yeah, that was also in this movie. Okay, lot. yeah, yeah. Which I feel like it's becoming a little bit of a trend in a lot of yeah. movies nowadays. Like it, they're trying to make it very like modern and realistic with like the phones and the things and like all the gen z jokes and all that stuff and then you have them like swearing a lot and then all of them are also like egotistical narcissistic like idiots most of the time that are like have only one feeling and they don't stop and they actually all hate each other i don't know if it was the same vibe what about your film annie oh thank you for asking But uh, yeah, the other day uh, I went to Kino and I watched Past Lives, which, yeah, I would also say is like a solid film, but also I do have criticisms towards it. What I always do is like after a film, I feel like I feel happy about the film, but then I start thinking about it a bit more deeply and I start thinking of all the things I didn't like. So basically the story is these two kids, they live in Korea and she grew up there until she was 12 and then her family wanted to immigrate to Canada. So they they immigrate and she's she moves away from Korea and she doesn't go back. But basically we see the story like until she's 12 and then 12 years later, she's now like what, 21, 22. Um, and she's like doing something else. Like she's in university, she's living in New York. It's her first years and she's like, has forgotten about this childhood sweetheart, but then they somehow reconnect through Facebook and they start chatting. And it's like, wow, we haven't seen each other in so long. It's like been so long. And then some things happen and 12 years pass again and they reconnect again, which is like now 24 years after they were together when they were kids. And so basically it's like this whole story about like missed opportunities in your life and what what about isms like what if i actually did stay with this person what if we we did rekindle things and what if we did stay together and she already had a husband and at this point 24 years later so it was like this whole weird scenario between like the husband and this guy that came to visit her and he doesn't speak any english so it's like they they're talking in korean to each other and the husband feels left out and he's like he feels like this third wheel, like annoying husband that like was in the way of this true love kind of scenario. At the end, she d- like nothing happens between her and this Korean um, guy, but basically they they stay the same, and that's kind of what the movie does, um, which I think is super interesting because it it just like stays as an unknown. Like you don't know if they would have worked together, and that's the thing of like missed opportunities with relationships like you think that it would have been a good idea but then you actually don't know if it would have been a good idea which i think is super interesting but yeah you saw it too right yes what did you think 
Uh, I thought it was also very interesting how they played with the silence. Yeah. Because there was a lot of silence in the movie and they really played a lot with that. I thought the last scene that he left, the Korean guy left, and she started crying in her yeah. husband's arms. I found that really, really like yeah. intense, like yeah. so it magnificent. It was powerful, I think. Yeah. 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 And I thought that gave a lot of um, interesting views to the movie. Yeah. Because it shows that the husband is a comfort person to mm-hmm. her. But all the, at the same time, she's like, she doesn't know what's going on. We yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah. And what you said, they nothing happens. And at the same time, so much happens. Yeah. I was about to ask, does anything change at, at all? Like, yeah, with the characters. Uh, we actually don't know. Like, it basically ends with that. So you don't actually know if they see each other again or if something else happens. It's like, it's really just this, like, continuous... What about and uh, what I really liked? I think it's called the Inyun. Oh uh, yeah, which is like this uh, like symbol in Korean culture. I forgot exactly like the explanation of it, but it's kind of like how for you to be in in this place and meeting this person, there's so many layers of Inyun, inyun that made made it possible for you to be in this moment together. So basically, they kept on like coming back to that and. I think they kind of ended things on the guy just said, I'll see you in the next life. Or so I'll see you in the next uh, chapter or something like that. He's yeah, he like, like, this is also in our, this is also our past lives. Yeah. Yeah. There was something like that. And basically they realized like, if it was meant to be, it would have happened type of thing. Like they, they keep on thinking about the, what about, what about, what if we, what if we did end up together? But then, yeah, they didn't actually even know each other that well. They only think about what could have been, which is also a very dangerous place to go into, I think. That's why I connected that back to both of your films. Like, the fact that in Everything Everywhere, everything is, like, just connected to multiple universes, like, multiple versions of your life that could have happened but but didn't because of one or other reason. But my criticism towards that film is that I did like the silences, but then only three characters, basically, throughout the whole film, and it felt like they were all very surface level. Like, we don't actually find that much out about any of them. Like, the whole way through, I just felt like she's this perfect, like, person. Like, she's very polished. She's always got her shit together. Like, her hair's perfect. Her Everything's perfect. And she's just, like, sometimes gets into a little bit of a conflict with her husband, even though they said that they fight a lot. So I thought maybe they could have gone a bit deeper into each of the characters, because I was... One, because because you jump so much in time, there's so much space in between that you need to kind of fill in for yourself, which is nice, but also we don't know actually what happened in those years. So, yeah. But you do see the change, I think so, because yeah. when she's a little girl mm-hmm. and she falls in love with the Korean man, they have this easygoing thing. Mm-hmm. It's like really easy to talk. It's really easy to be together. Yeah. And 20, uh, 24 year la- years later, you really see this silence and this not knowing what to talk about. Yeah. And they don't understand it because yeah. they haven't seen each other that long. And in the same way, we don't understand as well. Yeah. But, but then with her husband, I didn't really see yeah where the chemistry was. You know, like, I get that there was chemistry. You could see it. But then at the same time, it felt like Fake. the whole time she was trying to, like, hide this other part of herself that she's not saying and or talking about. There was, like, a really nice scene where she was talking about the her first love and kind of like saying 
hey, I think he's attractive. <laughs> like she was saying that he's attractive, which was funny. It was a solid movie, you know, but then I think there was just a lot of things like that could have been even better, like just the conversation yeah. in general. Like I get that it was a more silent movie, but like I just wish I had a bit more of that. So it doesn't compare to everything everywhere all at once. I mean, like it compares in like the I the ideas that it's trying to portray, which I thought was really interesting because it just makes you feel it on a more personal level because I think everything everywhere is like so meta that it's like, okay, a bit intense. Whereas this is, feels like a very human story. Like it definitely doesn't compare in that sense, I think. Okay, I have a question. Because this movie was very much pushed by A24. Like Instagram account was for like a solid month, I think maybe mm -hmm. even more like only past lives. <laughs> Do you think it could be like an Oscar nominee? No. No? I feel like it's not on that level. <laughs> it just doesn't seem big enough. Yeah. Maybe mm. that's it. Like it feels like a very, very much like an independent. It's really, film. it's a good movie, but there are so many other movies that I would totally push more. Yeah. It's not like that much of a necessary story. Like it's not something that people really need to see. What I really liked is the aspect of her being an immigrant. I thought that was super interesting. I think the way that they place him as almost like a symbol of her childhood and career, that's probably why she romanticizes him as well so much. Like he has completely different views than her. She even said like he's this very conservative, like typical Korean man. He's probably not that feminist. And like he's, he's thinking about family in that very traditional sense. So she doesn't really see a future with him, but it just reminds her of this childhood and like her childhood. That's why she probably cried. Like that's the way that I express it to myself. Like I don't, I don't think it's that much that she loved him or like thought that he was a possible love of her life. I think it's more of like grieving her childhood and like grieving the fact that she's no longer a child in Korea because that was her childhood. Like yeah, and then she got torn away from it and nobody exactly. to relate with. Yeah, and like at 12 years old, it, you know, it's a very fragile age to be yeah. moving continents, you know, like completely unknown. I think they could have gone so much further with like her emotionality about it. It feels like almost like at the end of an episode, <laughs> like it was a series or like a limited series and it was like... There's supposed to be another episode. Yeah, <laughs> I do like it when films are slow, but yeah, I felt like they could have shown a bit more because I didn't feel like I understood anything about their lives actually. No, it was really only like her uh, her lovers. Yeah, or yeah. Just her and two men. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's also why I asked, like, did anything change? Are the characters still in the same place at the end as in the beginning? Or did they actually have, like, some growth? Yeah, I think it's growth that they learned to let go. Yeah. Or decided that it, sh is, that it is time to let go. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But... Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to you guys. No more movie talk. A little promo, but the first years are going to have a screening day after tomorrow in 2.6. Um, this is probably not going to be out by this time, but still just to put it out there <laughs> that there will be events from the AV Hub coming up. We're also thinking of starting a short movie night, which Inea from the first year is going to start. So if you want to apply or want to like have your, your movie shown, maybe you could send it to the AV Hub chat. If you have any questions or anything you want to... I wanted to ask you guys to, like, explain a bit, like, about your experience with the electives. Because, like, we also had a very vague explanation yeah. about the electives. Mm. We already know which ones we're doing. But, like, I don't know. I just want to know about your experience, like, how intense it was. When are your electives? Um, uh, after the, the week after the October break. 
two weeks. See, that so wasn't week. no. It wasn't like that with yeah. us. Yeah, it was not like that. No, we it's, had it in it's like two weeks. One week. One week. Okay. Mm. Well, my experience with the electives is it's nice in a way that you only have a week, so like you don't feel the pressure to make something amazing and be a perfectionist. the The idea of it is that you just try something new that is kind of like out of your comfort zone without adding a lot of pressure onto mm-hmm. it. I mean, for some people, like it might actually change like how they make art, but it's it's just fun. I think the best part of it is seeing a different side of Vedika. So basically, you're ju- you're so used to just doing, let's say, audiovisual or like what in my experience, I was so used to doing animation and like I was only in that space. And then I did an, le- an elective and also we had plus weeks in that time. It was a bit different in the curriculum, but we had two plus weeks, I think, and then we had an elective. And I had an elective which was two weeks, and it was how to do a music video or like let's make a music video together. And so you had to like produce your own song, and you had to like with your group, you had to film it and you had to edit it all all by yourself. So it was like a fun little project for two weeks that you do with like random people from different majors. And I think that's the best thing from electives. I would prefer electives to practices, but you know. That's a whole other yeah, topic. What's practices as well? That's another question. It's like we're in the fourth year and we still can't really explain it. Yeah, it's difficult to explain. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, the it's elective, like, yeah, the elective yeah. is just like a quick assignment, which is really nice. It's like yeah, you get to see what you want to do, and then yeah. yeah, in my experience, I, also I was able to change to AV because of the elective. Like that's what pushed me to change. So that's ah, okay. why oh, that's, that's why oh, it's yeah. very helpful. Like you did that before you exactly. You switched so your feet. it's helpful in that sense. Yeah. So if you're in a different major and you're like, oh, I'm thinking of changing, maybe that's the time of trying experimenting and trying yeah. something out. Maybe you're like in photography and you really want to do advertising. Like you know. Also, mm-hmm. I think what's different for us because when we did the electives, or at least when I did the electives, um, it was online because mm-hmm. of COVID. Yeah, true, true, true. So I think it's it's probably going to be different for you guys. Yeah. Which is nice. Mm. Um, well, I did the writing elective and I remember the, the tutor saying that it was actually nicer online. Because mm. like you're writing, like you're not in class, you're writing in your own space, which is easier. But like you still miss kind of a sense of community. So, but practices. So there are four Three, yeah, there are four. Three, I think. Yeah, so there are there's like autonomous social, commercial, yeah, and And then then there's honors. But honors is only a thing will become a thing in the third year, I think. The thing is like, uh, like on the surface, autonomous social and commercial seem clear cut, like what it is about. Yeah, but like actually, when you get into it and when you ask the tutors to explain, so what is autonomous or what is commercial? It's kind of they're like, oh, but it could be anything. Yeah, it could like be everything. It goes back to the the vague thing. Yeah, like it's, it's it can it's be still very vague. vague. Yeah. Okay. Because but the thing is, I I had autonomous practice once, and it was not autonomous. It was the assignment was to do something about Rotterdam, about monuments in Rotterdam. So it's not actually autonomous in any way. It's more about being autonomous from like the the state, I guess. Like you're really doing it yourself, and it, it's. Like, I think they're really pushing it to be political. Does yeah. it have to do anything to do with the actual major? Are you making films or? No. Well, well, so the idea of the but practices no. is that it, you choose a practice and like inside of autonomous and social and commercial, you also have different directions. And like, it's, it's kind of like an angle from which you do your research. 
for your art. So we're doing a visual culture right now, mm-hmm. which is a minor. Which yeah. is which yeah. yeah. So in the first three years, it's a practice. And then in the fourth year, you're the practice, it's the same concept. It's the same thing. But then it's called a minor and like you get points for a minor. Yeah. And you can also do an external minor. Yeah. But that's, yeah. And then for your graduation project, you have your major and you also have a minor. And then the major is like the the art you're going to make. So like AV, yeah. your major. And then you have to write a thesis. Mm-hmm. And like that's with the tutors from your minor. So your practice. Yeah. Some people like the practices, but like a lot of people don't. And that's kind of a problem in the school, I think, because a lot of people don't enjoy it. But then the, the thing with the practice is that I, I have an issue with is just fact that you're not around your peers like the ones that are actually in the same major so it feels very like I don't feel as motivated to do stuff that's connected to video because like the people in my group for example in the practice don't do anything to like with video it would then mean that I would have to put the most effort into the project because I'm the only one that knows about this kind of stuff so that's my only issue with the practice is like it can be interesting but then I feel demotivated to do stuff, honestly. I don't know if you feel that way. Yeah, I was just, when you were talking, I was just thinking about 3.1. Like, and how for the people who came to school, mm-hmm. like, daily, it was a lot of fun. I mean, very stressful. Yeah. <laughs> it's a stressful time, but then yeah. you're actually doing something you like and you're getting help from people that are also doing the same thing. So it's like a joint struggle. Experience? A joint <laughs> struggle. And everyone's, like, helping each other out. And that's why it was so successful, I think, as, a, as an assignment. Yeah, also just we we could finally do what we want. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But if, if you do stuff with people that also like doing the same thing as you, but like in different aspects, so there's going to be someone that likes to do directing, there's going to be someone that likes to write, it's super interesting to see that dynamic. But then if you just do it with random people from random majors, it feels confusing and it feels like you're not actually doing a great job. No, it, it's it's fun to meet other people from other yeah, majors. Yeah. But like, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, you actually, don't feel like you're making something that's yeah you said something about the credits before that and then i thought um i wanted to ask like how does it work with like all the grading and stuff and like the credits that we get from electives and honestly i'm the worst person to ask i really don't know you need to get a sufficient and you can get graded higher than a sufficient but if you have a sufficient you get all the points and like if you have an insufficient then you can use the plus weeks to reset to do a reset and get the points instead. Which is not as scary as people think it is. Yeah, yeah reset just can be really time. fun, actually. Yeah. It can be great. <laughs> people just actually like found stuff out about themselves like through the resets. Like yeah. Julie from our year, I think she got a reset for 2.1 or like one of the assignments. And then during the reset, she made an installation about rats. And she literally just made her first installation from what I understand. So then she kind of found her way into installations. So you, it's not as scary. Any more questions? No. No. <laughs> nice. Okay. I think that wraps up our first episode of the year. Ooh, yeah. Fun. I hope you guys are tired. Yes. <laughs> You're going to be hearing a lot of these two in the next year coming. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed and we will see you, hear you the next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.